Welcome to A Beautiful Psych, a one-stop shop for all things mental health, psychology, and other things related to. Welcome, everybody. What are we talking about today? Today. It's a very special episode. We're going to be talking about the myths of therapy. Ooh, myths around therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what is our first myth that we have? The first myth is the therapist is just going to tell me what my problems are and how to fix them. Hmm. Do you tell your clients what their problems <laughs> are? <laughs> no, no. I, Why not? I generally don't. Uh, I believe that they are the expert of them. Mm. And so often we work in collaboration to figure out what would be helpful for them. You know, sometimes they come up with themes and, and suggestions, but a large part of the process is to really help them understand and uh, facilitate change on their own. Yeah, because people generally know what works for them and what doesn't work for them. Sure. They might not know in how to fix that particular issue that they're coming in for, but there's some other things that they've generally fixed in their life, I can imagine. And usually we can use that mm-hmm. and figure out, hey, what can we apply? What what can we pull out of there? Yep. Fix the, the leaky sink, yep. leaky toilet. Absolutely. Next one. Seeking counseling is a sign of weakness or that I'm crazy. Do you ever get that? I get that a lot yeah. from clients, especially when they come in the first couple times and I ask them, you know, why now have you come into therapy? Why not two months ago or a year ago? And a lot of times, some of the times they're like, well, I didn't want people to think I'm crazy. I didn't want people to know I'm coming mm. or that I'm weak for, sure. for counseling, which has always kind of confused me because I see counseling as being a sign of strength. Absolutely. Because yeah. walking through that door, talking to a stranger, telling them all your deepest, darkest secrets and yeah. that can, can be, be terrifying. Quite, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It could be quite intimidating meeting somebody new. And I think it takes a lot of courage and strength to walk down the hallway and to book an appointment. Yeah. If you, if a friend asked you for help, would you see it as, as a sign of weakness? Not at all. No. If I like called you up and I was like, Zach, I don't know how to make bacon. Can you teach me how to make bacon? I think I could teach you how to make bacon. Yeah. Well, cause if I don't phone you and I don't know how to do that, my alternative is to not have bacon. Sure. But I don't think it's weak to, to have to phone and ask about how to make bacon or yep. how to, you know, cope with an issue that you're having. I, I don't see that at all. Yeah. It's, it's good to ask for help. Sometimes there's struggles in life. So next one that I get a lot is counseling is only for severe issues. And mm. my problems aren't really that bad. Sure. For this one, sometimes you get people that, that say, you know, maybe this this appointment is best suited for someone that has a more serious issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like minimizing what they're, the reasons that they're coming in for mm-hmm. yeah, at the same time is that they are coming for. So it, it matters to them. And we, we like to treat everyone different in that regard where we're not comparing your problems to someone else's problems. Your problems are your own. I like to use the, the glass of water metaphor on this one. And I'm explaining to people the reasons why they should come to counseling. So even though your problems might seem really little, it'd be like carrying around a little glass of water. You know, the first day that you're carrying around that glass of water, it doesn't weigh very much. Maybe, I don't know, half pound. I don't really know how much water weighs. You're carrying that around with you. If you carry it around for a day, it might not weigh on you very much. But if you carry that around for a week or a month or even like a few years, oh my goodness, that glass of water, it's going to get in your way. You're not going to be able to pay your you taxes, know, play the drums with the glass of water in your hand, eat your both hands, eat your burrito. So coming to therapy, even though it might seem like small, we can help put the glass of water down sometimes. Yep. Everyone issues is different and we're just here to help you sort through that. Yeah. So yeah. it's not bigger, worse problems. There's no comparison. Yeah. Problem's a problem. Problem's a problem. Yeah. Come in. Get some help. Come on in. <laughs> 
Our next one that we get, or at least I get a, a few times, is you don't know me, so you can't help me. Mm. You're too young to help me. You don't have enough right. life experience, or you you're too, too old hair. to help me. Not yeah. enough hair. You don't have blue eyes, so you can't help me. Yeah, you're too tall. Do you ever get that? Sometimes it comes up where it's this assumption that if you are too young, that uh, you, you can't help me, you can't help me figure out what I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not from the same background as yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Or you haven't gone through the same experience. For sure. Yeah, but in, but in reality, is that you don't necessarily need to know everything about a person. You can be very different than the person, but still provide uh, support or or an objective perspective. I mean, I don't know of any research that supports that. You have to be exactly like that person to be able to help them. Well, that would be like your doctor having all the diseases in order to diagnose you with them. All the diseases. All of them. them. (laughs) All of them. Turns into a super disease. (laughs) Yeah. You wouldn't put that expectation on your doctor that your doctor would have had to have everything that they can diagnose you with in order to help you with it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to go through everything that that person is going through to be able to to help them. And to understand what they're going through. And we may not have the same lived experience, but we can understand your perspective and your your experience of it absolutely and that's and a lot of our job is to be able to understand what you're going through and understanding your perspectives absolutely next one so the next one that that we see sometimes is there's a time limit to my therapy if it's shorter or longer like that therapy has to have a specific length of time Mm -hmm. and that determines how i guess how intense or how serious my issue is yeah, which it, it kind of goes, you know, with our, our other point that we said about that it's only for severe issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it, even if you're coming in for something that you think, oh, this might take two sessions to and then I'll be out the door. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it, along the same lines of it might take 100 sessions. I might be in therapy for the rest of my life. Well, maybe not. Yeah, sometimes it's it's one and done. Sometimes there's a few. <laughs> it's, it's It's hard to measure that. It's whatever works for you, and and sometimes it might take a little bit longer than you think, sometimes uh, shorter. You know, it's like different microwaves here. So you can have the exact same microwave and have it for the exact time set, but sometimes the food is still cold, sometimes it's right, sometimes it's on fire, Mm -hmm. but it's the same microwave. Sometimes the edges are freezing. (laughs) Sometimes the middle's burning hot. Sometimes it's on fire. Yeah. charcoal on the inside and freezing on the outside the point is is that we're all different and we all respond very differently depending on the amount of sessions you're like you're basically like food in a microwave basically (laughs) so our next one is talking about my problems is not gonna help therapy does not work Mm. well (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i wouldn't have a job if therapy didn't work that's fair yeah there's a lot of research out there that suggests that therapy does work Absolutely. One of the stats that I believe is on the Psychological Association of Alberta website, if anyone wants to check that out, uh, is that I think it's 80% of people with depression who seek counseling Mm -hmm. uh, or therapy from a health professional are better off than those who do not. Sure. So 80% of people get better, basically. Fantastic. Go to therapyworks.com. I imagine that's a website. All right. Let's move on to the next one. My therapist should read my mind and know what I'm thinking. Ooh. Yeah. Can you, can, do you have your ESP skills uh, up to par? 100%. Yeah. Can... What am I thinking right now? Uh, potatoes. Almost. Nailed it. Puppies. Uh, so pu- it started puppies. with P. Yes. You were all on the right track. This is an interesting one. Is that 
that's PhD level only. Um, but we, we just, we can read your mind. And, and a lot of that is, is, is we want to understand, but in order for us to understand is that you have to be able to communicate with us. We can make assumptions, but we're, we're not always right. Sometimes people will be confused at the questions we ask them mm. in terms of, you know, for example, I'll ask people, what does your depression look like or what does your anxiety look like for you? Because sure. it's so different to everybody. And then sometimes I'll have clients be confused like, and, and question like, well, do you not know what depression is as yeah. a therapist? And that's not what I'm asking. I'm yeah. asking for you. What's your experience? Because that's really important to me. Yeah. Yeah. One size doesn't fit all. No, not at all. So yeah. in order for me to understand it, I can't read your mind we in terms all. of how you experience stuff absolutely we're all unique okay moving on the other one that i get a lot from clients or even in general that i hear from public is that my therapist is judging me or evaluating me right <laughs> like we For have sure. our top 10 scores you know on the back right yeah I, I don't know if we would get a lot of people wanting to come and see us if that's all we, that we did i mean i think i think people judge themselves you know alone they don't need someone else to do that for them it's true you have enough people in your life judging you you do yeah this isn't this isn't judge judy or people's court we want this to be a safe place for for us to be able to work out whatever you're going through yeah i do always wonder what exactly people think we're judging them for sure. like do they think we're going to be judging them for being odd or abnormal or anything in general because yeah. that's our cornerstone of our job is to not judge you and to yeah. be open yeah so. And it could be just um, difficulties in expressing emotions and mm -hmm. how is this person going to respond when I am vulnerable? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. are they going to run away? Are they going to discard it? Are they going to push back? So that's not our job. Moving on to the next one. My therapist isn't doing anything but sitting there writing notes and going, mm-hmm, 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 yep. Yeah, you see that? Checking things off. Sure. We're doodling a little bit. You know, yeah, I don't ever doodle in session. Drawing a picture? Yeah. Sometimes I'll jokingly say, yeah, yeah, as you're talking, I'm just drawing pictures here. And then I'll be like, no, no I'm kidding. Like, I'm not actually doing that. So when you're sitting there, what are you actually doing rather than <laughs> me drawing pictures of unicorns yeah. and leprechauns? I, I like the image of making coffee. <laughs> Coffee's not, it's not instant. Well, unless you get instant coffee. But it's, if you have a coffee maker, it's, it's like a titration process. It's percolating. And so... It's often a back and forth process. So generally speaking, clients will talk a little bit more than, than I would. But it's about coming to and looking for themes, putting mm -hmm. things together, maybe summarizing, uh, trying to really understand their perspective and where they're coming from. So, so you're trying to make connections between everything they're saying and summarize yeah. what's yeah. going on. Yeah, it's conceptualizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our next one that we have is that therapy is super easy and is mm -hmm. a passive process. I just come, I talk for 50 minutes, and then I leave and all my problems are solved. Mm -hmm. Has that been your experience? <laughs> <laughs> I think some might see that therapy is either harder than they thought or easier than they thought. Mm -hmm. uh, but but generally, it's it's an active process. It's It's what you put in is what you'll get out. They're not always solved in 50 minutes. It really, again, it kind of goes back to some of the other ones. It really does depend on the issue. Some of them take more sessions or more time than others. And I, I look at it as most of the work is actually done outside sure. of the office. You know, that homework in between, that mm -hmm. reflection, uh, that really long-term change is done outside. Yeah, because you're only in session for about 50, maybe 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. You're out there in, in the real world for a lot longer. And so a lot of the change has to 
has to happen outside of this place. Sure. For sure. And like you said, uh, I, it does sometimes it get easier and sometimes it's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's also about intentionality mm-hmm. and, and putting work into something like this. You know, mm-hmm. like your doctor recommends for you to do certain exercises or your physiotherapist uh, in order to get better. Well, you have to put in, the, in that effort and do the work. Same, same with therapy. It's, you got to put into the work. Yeah, you got, it's like building a castle. You it's can't like build a Lego a castle without your foundation and just <laughs> adding right. more things every time. Yeah, those Lego castles. Oh, they so don't good. build themselves. It's like the best Lego is Lego castle or pirate Lego. Really pirate like Lego, I think, yeah. for sure, on yeah. that one. Next time, we're going to be talking about gold. Do we keep it? Do we sell it? Do we build something out of it? Do we eat it? Do we put it in our vodka? <laughs> Thank you and good night.